Yeah, this feels weird because then they like, usually have an intro at this part. So now just like staring at each other, waiting for the part where Lee goes, Welcome, welcome, everybody. <laughs> Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Undeniable Future Podcast. Yes, sir. New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, man. Steve, how you feeling, man? I feel great. <laughs> you feel good? I feel amazing. Uh, uh, today was a great day, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it's a great day. You got to explain how it was great. You got to explain that. Most of it, though. But before we get into that, man, how was the holidays? Yeah. The holidays were good, bro. The holidays were good. Yeah. I was chilling. In the middle of nowhere, man, away from the world. You gotta send the link, bro. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta book my next trip out there. Look, it looks so peaceful away from everything going on out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, you gotta get away from everything. You gotta get away from the Rona, man. That's like Rona free zone. You know, nobody's up there. You can't even pass it to anyone if you wanted to. I didn't even really have my phone all that much. That was a good. That was the best part. Yeah, exactly, right? You know, I got to wait for a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah. Ro- that, that roaming... How's yours, man? How's your break? That roaming dad is kind of like up there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that roaming dad up there is crazy. <laughs> no, nah, I was fine, man. You know what I'm saying? Was here, uh, Edmonton, you know, lockdown rules, so kind of spend time with the fam. But the Staycation. Crazy. Yeah, it was. It was staycation, bro. I was just looking at your clips yeah, and your man, pictures, no just, just mad. <laughs> I was living vicariously yeah. through Lee. This, this all the You're like, like, man, yeah. first of all, where'd this dude find a hot tub? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he just dragged the hot tub into the woods. First of all, why is he reading in a hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> My man just dra- dragged the hot tub into the woods, bro. <laughs> I was like, this man, bro, you got to do all that now. <laughs> nah, but um, hey. great day today, history. We got to witness. Crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your it's crazy. general take before we jump into the details of this amazing, amazing day? Yeah, I mean, right now, as we're talking, um, they're certifying the votes. And a lot of the uh, congressmen and uh, senators who were originally going to object, they've decided they're not objecting anymore. I saw the only one I got to really see was Georgia, but... Right when they said Georgia, the dad a congressman stand up and he's like, I object. And then they said, Why do you object? And he gave his rule like reasons. Yeah. And then they're like, Okay, do you have you need a you need congressman and a senator to object, right? Yeah. And then they're like, Okay, do you have any senators who are gonna object with you? And he's like, Well, I did have some senators who were gonna object, <laughs> but after In light today's, of today's events. After after today's events, um, <laughs> I don't have anybody to object. And that was Georgia, which is kind of crazy. So, but just and, just just and, to play uh, devil's advocate, right? Mm. Wouldn't be in the in the best interest of the Democrats for uh, Trump supporters to do that. If you're playing devil's advocate, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not I'd saying they did. I'm, I'm I'm not saying they did. <laughs> but if they were to yeah, do yeah. that. That would be like the best play in the book, right? For uh, the Democrat, the Democratic Party, right? Uh, they were going to face a lot of pushback, obviously, as we saw the amount of people who had already signed up to object, and they didn't face as much pushback later on because a message obviously needed to be sent to to the mob that <laughs> you're not going to stop democracy from happening, and. and 
We don't want to be no. And I think, and I think that was positive. Obviously, that needed to happen. I'm glad that Congress still ended up sitting, and they're like, "We're going to go throughout the night if we need to. We're not going to stop because they had to. Like it was mandatory at that point." We're going to have a, a, a Remembrance Day for the woman who uh, made a smoother road to, yeah. to, to to the transition of power. She had to sacrifice bro, herself. To I don't even. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah. Because, all right, so, well, first of all, nobody can really ask her, was it worth it? Mm -hmm. But to go in there and then you get shot for something that is obviously isn't going to do anything, right? Yeah. People, the votes are still going to get certified. Joe Biden's still going to end up the president. Yeah. And, the, you know, you lose your life. You know, you have family members. You have people that care for you. I don't understand what the benefit was. And either way, she was going to go to jail because all the people in there uh, who just got in there without on, going through man. some kind of security. They're not going to jail. They're man. all going to get arrested. <laughs> they're, not getting, they're not getting arrested. They the big get... cameras in that building. So what? They got... <laughs> so what? <laughs> If they were going to get arrested, they should have got arrested at the spot. Um, I know yeah. we talked about how like the police, uh, like law enforcement was kind of like outnumbered by the mob, mm-hmm. but they're always, they're always outnumbered at protests and they do get some arrests <laughs> when it's Black Lives yeah. Matter. It's like, it could be like three, 4,000 people there. There's no, there's no 5,000 police coming to arrest people at Black Lives Matter. Probably a couple hundred police officers there. They get like a few people, and then the rest of the crowd mm-hmm. disperses. Right? Like that's the idea. They're not gonna have each cop is gonna have one arrest. That's never gonna happen. And this is what <laughs> well, they want us to think. That's yeah. the reason why they didn't arrest people. That's dumb to me. Here's well, a lot of people are mad about that, especially black people. They're saying like, you know, if this was a BLM protest. Those people would have been. They wouldn't use that. Uh, they wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone down that way. They wouldn't use that outnumbered way, right? uh, rhetoric. That they wouldn't have said that. They would have let them shots but go off. From the beginning, this was set up to be a failure, a security failure. I think that's the where the difference is: is that there was not, there weren't enough people on the premises. Period, and I don't think they expected that many Trump supporters to show up. What? I don't know. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the not being prepared in this situation. Yeah, the, the, it the makes lack of preparation. So that's, that, that's you have <laughs> Trump holding a rally have, outside, and yeah, you know his rallies are like you have BTS the concerts. The most important person in government, the th- and the third most important person in government, and all the Congress and Senate in one place, and and you tell me you're not going to properly secure this place? That made no sense to me. It's just Trump, ridiculous. Trump was watching too much designated survivor. <laughs> <laughs> and you just want to have the government the whole government to himself just be the only person to be like yo i guess i make the rules now <laughs> it is what yeah it is. yeah nah man like i i gotta ask you i gotta ask you a question though yes sir about that mm-hmm. so a lot of people are saying this is what trump wanted this is what he was expecting do you think trump expected it to be like of course he wanted them to go and uh, have a public showing so that, you know, the world could see how many people were unhappy about what was going on yes. within the Capitol building. Yep. Do you think he expected that his people were going to do that? Like, do you think he expected that they were going to 
take over the Capitol building, put all those congressmen and senators in danger. Do you think he thought it was going to go that far? I don't think Trump thinks anything through. I don't think he I plans. I don't think he plans ahead that far. He just thinks, yeah. "Yo, this is a great idea. Let's go have a protest outside," and then he doesn't think of what the 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 you know the dominant effect <laughs> of that could be. So I don't think he was planning yeah. for that specifically. But his mm-hmm. message during the 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 uh, rally that he was holding outside the Capitol Hill, um, yeah, implies that he wanted to rile up the crowds and get some sort of reaction to people. But mm-hmm. as far as the extent and them walking in in, the, in there, but then it's hard yeah. to say he wasn't expecting it because he was at the rally and mm-hmm. left, went to the White House and didn't say nothing for hours while this was going on and then came out with the best message for that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking and, and to not us. Only, no, not only did he come out with a, a wild <laughs> message that sounded like he was talking to a stuck-up rich kid who doesn't know what the word no means. Yeah. He also, he also came out and said it after Joe Biden pretty much forced him to was like, but Joe Biden came out first and said, Mr. President, you need to came out. And I don't think Trump wanted to do that, Yeah, yeah. but he had to say something, you know? Yeah. So Joe Biden pulled what is probably one of the most perfect power moves in the history of power moves by being like, Trump, you got to say something. But he had to say something anyways. No, you know? I think everyone was so thinking was like, that, yo. though. Like, I don't think it's much of a power move on Joe. I think everybody was like, yo, where's, where's the president? That's his people. This, you brought yeah, these people from, here. <laughs> he can't just the second they The second they <laughs> tore down that cage, that something should have been said. I don't you know think they saying? tore down the cage. I saw a video of uh, law enforcement opening up the... Like, uh, I was on Twitter, and there's, like, video circulating of... Yeah, they opened it up. Did you see the videos of them fighting back? Of the police trying to hold that fence? No. And it was I, like one of those like flimsy it was one of those flimsy barricades. I know, like and they're trying like, to hold it back. I yeah. look at those barricades every time. I'm like, yo, what if there was like actual people that was trying to storm in here? Like like you don't yeah. you don't you don't see those barricades around Area 51, something you want to protect. <laughs> You're not gonna put those things around Area 51. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> I I think something needs to be said about for I, well first of all whether holding events like this where you have this many important people in the government in one place even makes sense after this like <laughs> I mean that's very seriously you know like he, we're talking about the show 24 designated survivor right yeah, yeah, yeah. where they show situations like this all the time where they're like oh, all the most important people are in one place and then there's some kind of wild event happens. And that's all I was thinking about in my mind as I saw that crowd pretty much taking over the Capitol building, knowing that there are Congress people and stuff in there. The only thing going through my mind was, what if they had another plan? What if they were going in there to do some real damage? Good thing is they didn't have any serious plan at all. But if they did that would have ended very badly. And we could be in a situation where Donald Trump is the government. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to talk about what that would have been like. I don't know if this was like planned on like some social media platform. I think we talked about that in a group chat earlier. Uh, This could have Mm -hmm. been like in a WhatsApp group or like, you know how that 
Storm Air 51 things started circulating yeah. on social media oh, yeah, last back, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know. Well, if I mean, this protest had a name. They were expecting to protest, right? Yeah. So yeah. They, were gonna, they knew they were going to be there. Yeah. But I don't know if it was planned like that because then if it was and like some sort of like, God forbid, some other political interest decided to be like, like, in, like an outside entity decided to be like, we'll infiltrate this group and send our own, mm. uh, I guess, people to go there with some sort of like biological, like. That's exactly, exactly what you're saying. Like, that's at least that in, in there. My mind. And of course, you don't want to say those kind of things, you know, like on video and stuff. <laughs> I don't want to say how bad it could have really been. But like at the same time, <laughs> hey, I you never it. know. You never know how crazy people are. Yeah, right? but, but like, just, I, no, like, like hypothetically speaking, like the fact that the president allowed those people to be in there for hours, right? With all the mm-hmm. possibilities of what could actually happen, like th- that's yeah. that's that that's that's reckless to me, and that's ridiculous for him to actually sit there and come and address the American people, come and say, "Oh, you guys are special, we love you," not knowing mm-hmm. what what the extent of the damage is. Like we just seen people walk in and walk out. We don't know if they took anything out of the out of there. We don't know if they went through a classified information that's not supposed. I'm not sure if they have that any there, but you, you don't know what, <laughs> yeah. what what the breach level is when he's making that statement. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Do we 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 could play a little clip of what he actually said? I think it's about a minute long. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This guy, man, he's. <sighs> Oh. Bro, some of these areas, like, man, like Nancy Pelosi's office, right? Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi's office is one of the most secured places in Washington. Yeah, that guy sitting with his right? foot on the table. This is, a, yeah, <laughs> this is the third person, like, if anything happened, the third person to, to take over the government. And there's a dude sitting in her office. Like, I don't, it made me feel so uncomfortable to see that, man. I don't know. Yeah, we got it was just uh. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go the home other now. Side, yeah. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was from a me. fraudulent election. <laughs> but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, uh, but go home and go home in peace. Okay, so take away. It was like that reminded me of Charlottesville, bro. For real, you know people, Charlottesville where it's good, good people, people on, both on both sides. sides. Yeah, like no man, no somebody got ran over. Yeah, are not good people on both sides. Like you need to shut this down. Like I, I don't understand. I think the funny thing is this video's. One minute, two seconds long. He started addressing yeah. the issue that he was told to come speak about. Forty-five seconds in. 
the whole first forty five <laughs> seconds was talking about how he got cheated and how it was an illegitimate yeah. uh, 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 election and, and all that stuff. And and, and man, I... what, what? Okay, what do you think this has to do with his statements during the debates when he said, uh, "Stand back and stand by." I think okay, this is this is a good this is a good thing to actually talk about. I think Donald Trump is so afraid of speaking badly about anybody who supports him because he understands where certain fringe elements of his support come from. Mm-hmm. You saw the people who stormed who stormed the Capitol building today. Yeah, you saw them with cute. They had cute shirts on, like straight up, like QAnon shirts. They had straight up. Um, I saw flags that were straight up like white supremacist flags. Some of them mm-hmm. straight up like we know these people. We know. And, and it was all the groups that people have been telling them to deny for a while. The Proud Boys. All of them. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there was. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm giving him a, a, a way out. But if there was yeah. any, any way for Democrats mm. to, to knock it out the park. Is to have these people <laughs> do this? Oh man, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying I, they did, but if there was a way, and 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 we, yeah, yeah. we're not we're not ruling out any possibilities right now. I guess I'm I'm very skeptical mm-hmm. anyway. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I mean, so right um, for for uh, he he burned a flock. No, he like, I think, what was it? He tore down a flag at some church Ooh. or something like that. Uh, the one, the leaders of the Proud Boys, like one of the top. Oh, leaders. oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was expected to be a part of this protest today, too. So they were they were angry. They were riled up. His boys were at, were at their finest. And so they were standing back and standing by for the election to be stolen and then have a reaction. I guess. Yo, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I think what makes this so concerning is that area, right? When we're talking about the Capitol building and what the Capitol uh, building represents, we're talking about actual government, the actual Republic, the actual democracy, that everybody believes in mm-hmm. to see that fall to a bunch of people who wanted nothing. Yeah, the guy, but with to the, stop the guy to with stop the, the process of democracy was crazy. The guy with the horns being in the forefront is what makes it even oh, worse. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was or like a who were if it was like a small the, militia, chair. it'll be different, right? But like, oh, this guy's overpowered. It was like by force. These guys are like flags and backpacks mm. with nothing in it, bro. Or I mean, we don't know what was in it, but. It was. It wasn't yeah. the most. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst case scenario with the. Uh, 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 what could have possibly happened today? I mean, when we're looking at it, I think this could have been. After the fact, this is what probably could have been the best thing to happen. After they did go in there and then just get escorted out. Uh, I mean, arrest would have been better, in my opinion. But at least we didn't have any like casualties on. The, con- the Congress side or in the Senate or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. People, you got to say this, any loss of life is not a good thing. Um, but I would also like to say in that case too, 
like don't storm the Capitol building. Yep. Like that's not smart. And they're lucky. The people who are in that building are lucky that there was, they weren't prepared because had they stormed it in that same fashion with a lot of police there, I think it would have ended quite differently. And <laughs> yeah. there would have been, and, and I think it would have been disgusting for people to watch, right? Like, so one of the, one of, it's almost, it's almost like, I don't want to call it a good thing, but since there, it was ill-prepared, we had, there was far less violence between the actual protesters themselves and police than we could have seen. Uh, BLM protesters were not happy about it though. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, and, they, they saw a lot more violence, especially the ones that were in front of the uh, Rose Garden. Yeah. That one day when the horses came and almost trampled them. Yeah. They were like, yo, what is this? I want to go back on your point. You're saying that Trump doesn't want to disappoint the people that support him. Mm-hmm. I think Mike Pence would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? Because my guy Trump threw him under the bus. He actually sent out a tweet earlier today. Uh, let me see if I can find this thing. <laughs> he sent out a tweet. Uh, this, was, this was before the events. Uh, he was kind of like, con- he was basically condemning Mike Pence for not uh, overturning the the votes. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Oh, Lord. This was yesterday. He goes, if Vice President Mike Pence comes through for us, we will win the presidency. Many states want to decertify the mistake they made in certifying incorrect and even fraudulent numbers in a process not approved by their state legislatures, which it must be in brackets. Mike can send it back, right? And then he goes Hmm. on today. Where is it? Oh, I think think Twitter took it down. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, some tweets are no longer viable because they violated Twitter rules on the president's page. <laughs> Bro, they said they might ban him tomorrow, so he, Let me see if it I might be the end too. of Donald Trump on Twitter. Oh, Lord, this guy, man. Him turning on Mike Pence was the funniest thing today. I, 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 I should have saved that tweet. My dumbass. Bro, Mike Pence, the whole Mike Pence situation, I think... And I and I, it makes almost no sense to say this honestly, but I have to give some kind of appreciation to Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. He felt a lot of pressure, of course, you know, by his own president to go out there and decertify votes that were already certified. Yep. And Mike Pence came out straight in the morning, first thing, and said, "Look, I'm gonna let this process happen the way it's supposed to happen." which pretty much let everybody know that this is just a formality and these votes are going to be counted. And then people took over the Capitol, but then they finished, they finished the job and that's, what's important. Democracy was not held back. The world's oldest standing democracy still works and it's still pushing through. It's the truth, man. It's not, the according, to, not, not according to Donald Trump. Over 200 years, <laughs> man. Trump says... Yeah, uh, not according to Donald Trump. That's true. The other tweet today that what I was talking about was Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth! Exclamation point. So, 
<laughs> right? It's 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 yeah. He he basically threw his vice president under the bus because he's not doing what's he, he's not taking one for the team by uh, c- committing against <laughs> treason at this point. Yeah, well, Donald Trump was he was taking words from people who had looked at there. I mean, there was there's precedent in the past of people who have done it. Wow, when you talk about vice presidents who have been sitting in that chair mm-hmm. and then they decided not to certify certain votes and change them while they were up there, yeah, there are vice presidents who have done that. That's true. So like, that's simply just that's just a fact. But Mike Pence allowed democracy to happen the way it's supposed to happen and you know at the end of the day i think the way we got to the result was the worst possible way but i was think the proper result happened at the end of the day you know what the thing crazy thing for me is georgia mm-hmm. was blue today and <laughs> no one's talking yeah, about nobody's that. talking about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah georgia nobody's hasn't talking Gone yeah. since what ninety two since the Bill Clinton. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, I, some I, I don't can't even remember the exact year, but I think I saw an article crazy. that said it was since ninety two. Um, and no one's talking about no the the great run that uh, I guess Stacey Ab- uh, Abrams did for that uh, uh, state, and yeah, they won both the the, the electoral college votes and the Senate now, so. Democrats. I would like. I would like to say the kind of it's kind of uh, ironic how how the world works, right? Because just a few years ago, Stacey Abrams herself was saying that she had went through a rigged election and had lost. Used anger, and she got enough people to go out vote for the Democrats. And now somebody else is saying it's a rigged election. (laughs) You know, it's it's kind of. It's kind of the way it is, but the, been, the been, engine of democracy doesn't stop. There's been tweets that have been resurfacing from, like, uh, I guess, what's the name? Tommy? Tommy Lauren? Tommy Lauren? Tom, Tommy Lauren? Yeah. That's her name? Yeah. Which was talking people take her very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. last year they're talking about how, I think it was during the, the, the protests, so people were talking about how uh, elections were unfair, and she tweeted that, Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, if Trump supporters lost, which they weren't going to in like brackets, they would just go to work mm-hmm. the next day and act like everything's normal. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't oh, whine man. about it for the next four years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, <laughs> apparently, apparently they prefer to do it another way. <laughs> That's doesn't seem like she she's she's on the same page with the rest of them uh, Trump supporters. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like she's got a yeah. <laughs> She got left well, out the-, the funny, the funny thing that I see now, like going on in the going into the future, is if you want to look at the only way that anybody really has a chance of winning the presidency in America is by having one of the two major political parties uh, support them mm-hmm. and take them on. And I don't know if the Republican Party will take on Donald Trump after this. I, I think they'll be like, hey, you know. They'll, they'll still mess with them a little bit for the next little bit, especially the people who were elected because of Donald Trump. They, they're going to obviously keep on using Trumpism. Yeah. If, because if he doesn't go to jail, that's what their voters, that's what their voters like. It doesn't go yeah. to jail, <laughs> but I don't know if four years from now, yeah. Donald Trump 
will have enough support from the Republican Party to run again because it'll be hard. Do you think you know that just today it'll be very difficult? Do you think that the Republican Party will survive a post-Trump uh, thing? Because now you're seeing that Trump had a lot of hold in a lot of the views that a lot of the supporters had. Right. I mean, he's got yeah. a, a record number of votes for a sitting president. Um, I assume mm-hmm. for a Republican president. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. there's way more Republicans that came out voting for Trump than any other president in history. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Any other incumbent. Yeah. Any other incumbent. Yeah. Yeah. Because Joe Biden, Joe Biden got more. But other than that, Trump is number two. Exactly. Like so, so yeah. yeah, them cutting ties with Trump. Do you think that's gonna affect their support? I mean, these people are not gonna jump ship and go to the Democrats because clearly people came out to fight against the socialism. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. They, so, they, what, what do you think? Not for what do you think the future will be for the uh, Republicans if they serve ties with uh, Donald Trump after this? In my mind, I think there are two possible ways that this can go. Um, Firstly, that the Republican Party uh, doesn't see a way forward without being connected to Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. which I think ultimately is going to be dangerous for the party, as, as we can see today. But if they want to stay connected to Donald Trump, that means they'll have to continue to follow him even after he's not president and has no real political power. So whatever he says, continuing on from here, people will be like repeating it who are, who are in politics while he's not. And that is just, I don't, I don't think the Republican party wants to see itself there. I think that's why you see guys like, if we fight against the certification of these votes, we're pretty much setting up, a situation that's terrible, yeah. right? A situation where Republicans can't win. But if we change the election process, we're going to change it to be fair. We, and we live in a majority liberal country. We're going to lose every election exactly. if we change it. We need the electoral college. <laughs> like <laughs> Exactly. Like they, so, won, they won by the electoral college last time, right? So if they were to kind of like yeah. overturn that, and then come mm-hmm. back next election and still lose the majority and then try to say, oh, but we got the... Like, man, get out of here, bro. <laughs> you can't just well, keep coming back when it yeah. works for you. You know what I'm saying? You can't fight yeah. it when it doesn't work for you. And then, I mean, the same can be said for mm-hmm. Democrats, right? Because then they were complaining about the whole system with that. And now they it's it worked in their favor. And I mean, they got the majority vote too, but <laughs> it's not really... Yeah, it's very rare that a that a Republican gets the majority vote because the way the United States is set up, it's just, yeah. there are more, there are more liberals in large coastal cities. I think, and that means there are far I think more Democrats should let them, Dem- Democrats should let them ruin it. Just see, go keep going, do it. Do it. <laughs> this is the last like, one. Oh, you want to be fair? Yeah, let's be yeah, fair. Make yeah, history fair. and have Trump be your last president. <laughs> be the last Republican president. <laughs> But Ever. and and I think I was saying yeah and the second and the second thing that could happen is no Trump at all, so the Republican Party moves on without Donald Trump, and but I what's the impact? I would the, personally yeah. What would be the impact of that? With, with, with the I, I would personally pre- prefer that 
the impact of that is they could, and this is what I think they're really scared of, right? They could lose that whole base that Donald Trump has, which has been so good to them. Such a strong base. Like there were tens of thousands of people out today in Washington supporting this guy, right? Like, yeah. And that's why he does rallies and stuff like that, right? To show that his support is still there. When he did the rally in Georgia the other day, even though Georgia still went blue. If what what, what? You see, like it's things like that that show that Trumpism isn't as powerful as they think it is. So But then if I, he the was party to, can move on without him. If he was to go and be, run as an independent, do you think he was still gonna as much support? No. No? No, I don't think an independent can win the presidency. I understand what you're saying, but judging from the <laughs> Republican turnout, and I'm not saying all Republicans are, are, are basically Trump supporters. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. vote Republican because they're not Democrats. And then there's yes. there's a, a large group, or maybe that's not large, but there's a group that are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote for Trump uh, just because it's Trump, because of his policy, because of his... Is uh, 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 I guess rhetoric that he likes spreading on 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 these interviews and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. That number, it may not make up to become an actual president in the next election, mm-hmm. but do you think that could actually damage the turnout for Republicans in the next election if he does become independent? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. That's exactly what it would do. So. Imagine already in a majority liberal country, right? Yeah, now, now uh, the have, Republicans are divided. Yeah, the Democrats already, they, they already collect the popular vote. Yeah. Like almost every time, right? So in that situation, if Trump ran as an independent and there was a Republican who was also running, who was being supported by the RNC, Ted Cruz, they would, they would just split that vote. Yeah. <laughs> and then it depends so who it is, do, too. Just, it depends who it is, too. I mean, even if it was the most popular person in the world, they'd still have to go against the monster that is Trump, like politically. So like we're saying, Trump still has a lot of supporters, but he benefits also from being Republican exactly. and having really hardcore supporters. Yeah. So without the Republican factor there, I don't think he has there, I don't think he has anywhere close to enough people that would think that he would win the president. And, and I think the the, the, the line is drawn, hey, right? I like, mean, apparently he's the most admired man in America. What? <laughs> Did you say that? Apparently he's the most admired man in America. Sorry. Did you say that? The most admired ever, ever, most admired ever. Not even Jesus is as admired as I am. No, it's, it's, <laughs> so they have, um, uh, Gallup does a poll yeah. of who the most admired male and female in America are. And, the last 12 years has been Barack Obama. And this was the first year that it was Donald Trump, that Donald Trump overtook Barack Obama. On what, on what ground? More people admire him, I guess. I don't know that they do. Gallup does their poll their way. Some of these polls, they just just ask like 12 (laughs) people, bro. Just like they have an Instagram account with 12 followers. And then they put the, Oh yeah. 72% said Trump. So that's what, (laughs) Like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like yeah, who's, yeah. who's 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 giving? But, who's saying that? Joe Biden Trump wasn't like that? even in the top five, bro. And he's the. I president. don't think people like if, if if I ever came across a poll like that, I'm skipping that. If it's on YouTube, I do it on YouTube. 
Why are they doing these polls? I don't know. I don't know where they get. I don't know where they do these polls. Like, what are they yeah. asking? Like, what? But uh, but you know, hey, Barack hey, Obama has been more. At least he won something. And he lost. He won something, so that's good. He's gonna hold that. I lost the president. He said it in but Georgia. I, Trump said it in Georgia. Mm. He was like, and he was using it as as proof of why he won the election. He was like, I. <laughs> Right, and he's like, I'm not bragging, but let's say I'm the most admired man in America, and Joe Biden isn't even in the top five. How did he win the presidency? That doesn't make any sense. Yo, I don't know how America came down to this, dude. That man does quick maths, bro. <laughs> One, two, I don't know how three, America, I don't know how America came down to this, but I think it's it's great for them to realize how serious this process is. Uh, it's good for the rest of the world so that now we don't have to deal with ridiculous policies based on yeah. no evidence. Um, like this guy I think just number one, mm-hmm. number one, after what happened today, America should stop telling the rest of the world how to run any election ever. Uh, they should just be quiet for a while, at least for the next like nah, 10 years, forever. minimum. Ever. <laughs> Stay out of people's politics. You, know, you, gotta like, fix, you gotta fix your own problems, man. At least, at least they need to fix some problems in America. Uh, and another thing, America now needs to realize that. So democracy is democracies are fragile, right? Yeah. America, America's democracy did not fail. I would like to say that. You know, I like say that every chance I get, it did not fail. It is, it is strong, and it is going to push forward. A, you know, a couple thousand crazy people is not going to stop that from happening. Yep. But I think, it, I think what we saw today shows just how easily you can rile up a group of people to really be against, to push an idea, pretty much the power of ideas. Because this idea has become so strong, even though most Americans just know like, this is this is not true. We all know that Joe Biden won the election. Most people know that, but this idea is very strongly into his believers, and this is what happens. I think one of the biggest issues, too, is the blanket statements, because mm. it's easy to say that when you have a side, right? To be like, oh, everyone knows this. <laughs> Yo, when you watch Trump speak, he has the same confidence saying, hey, we all know the election was rigged, right? And depending yeah. on, on, on what, I think, depending on what your your source is and what your intake is or, or, or like, you know, your timeline looks like on your algorithm on social media, right? Mm-hmm. What everyone knows could be different. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. when when like you turn on CNN and everyone's saying, "Oh, we all know that the election was free and fair," and this guy's just going crazy, and then you turn on Fox News and they'll say, "Hey, we all know this guy stole the election, and the these Black Lives Matter protesters are, 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 are hooligans, but these guys are peaceful protesters who just happened to storm one of the, I guess, supposedly but, secure uh, government buildings in the country." You're right. Yeah. It's 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 like depending he, on which this side is you sing on the fence. This yeah. is what bothers me with that, though, Steve. Right, with that general idea is the people who are supporting Donald Trump right now 
they know what they're doing. Like the politicians, <laughs> they know all they're doing is they're, they're speaking to, <laughs> they're speaking to a crowd of one. They just want Donald Trump to see them be like, Hey, I'm, I'm with you. Hey, I'm, I might need to borrow a couple of bucks. When I stand, you, when you leave off. I stand thing. on your side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I stand on your side. Just so you know, if things go well, like I'm the guy I was here. So, that's what they're really doing. They don't actually believe the things they're saying. Like even Ted Cruz, imagine he could have been like, no, this was rigged. We should not accept these uh, election results at all. But that's not what he said. He said, no, we should create a commission. And this commission, you know, it should check things in the next 10 days and see what's going. He's just trying to make sure Donald Trump knows that he supports him. So he's like, ah, it's a little too wild to come out and say that the results are fake. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, you know, Sidney Powell. I'm not going to go that far. So it's, that's what makes me mad about all this. The politicians know the game they're playing. And I know? think Trump tries to use that to his advantage, right? Remember the the call that happened January yeah. 2nd with uh, George Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the call with the Georgia, um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the, the name of the official amount yeah, but then right now. He had, he, yeah. had, he had a couple of people on the line too, right? And he's like, Trump called me 18 times before we did that call. <laughs> yes, Nicholas, <laughs> I could take no for an answer, bro. <laughs> My bad. I'm gonna bleep that. <laughs> no problem. So, sorry, no problem. Mr. President, no. you're not an N-word. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's like, but even when it's, it's so crazy. I was watching the news and they were talking to him about like if he knew about the clip uh, coming out or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I mean. He wasn't surprised. He's just that he came out saying that we talked about it. It was supposed to be a private meeting, and he came out saying uh, inaccurate uh, uh, or alternate facts about what actually we spoke about and what we agreed to in that conversation, and we just wanted to make sure the record was set straight with the actual audio. All right? <laughs> and it's is it, is it illegal? If you come out after we have a conversation privately and you're saying the wrong thing, I have to defend myself, right? So I feel like maybe that's the grounds that they knew he was going to lie. So they just... What what <laughs> Trump did in that case might have been illegal. But, and and the part that, that might have been illegal was the fact that he said, look, man, I just need you to find <laughs> 11,780 votes. <laughs> that's all I need, bro. That's... <laughs> this I'm not guy, asking for too much. This guy wanted one more vote. Just one more. One yeah, more plus one than what 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 Biden got. That's all I need. <laughs> Everything else, need, the whole process and the legitimacy of what we're actually fighting for, what we're saying we're fighting for, oh. doesn't matter after you find eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. <laughs> what? Who's magic? Who writes this script? To say such an such an accurate number <laughs> of votes that you want him to find and be like. You know we won, though, but you know we won. <laughs> and then to say that, like, it was crazy. So th- so that that might be illegal. The, f- the funny part for me... That Trump did that are illegal. Yeah. It's like, it's like, bro, there's 13 days, man. <laughs> Yo, Can we make it through these next 13 days? The, I don't know. That's a whole two we'll weeks, try. bro. It's a whole two weeks. <laughs> but the funny part for me was... When he was talking about the... <laughs> The dead voters. 
And yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, it's about like five thousand something," and they're like, "Nah, it's just uh, two. Mm. <laughs> it's just two." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, it's like how is it just two? Yo, how did you get how'd you, how'd you get the five thousand number? Like that's a, that's <laughs> that's not that's that's not a typo. Like you can't <laughs> have such discrepancy in a typo." Like where is he getting yeah. his numbers from? Right? And, and 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 I don't know man, it's just that that whole conversation love, was just hilarious. Yeah. I just I just love the way that the way he was like, man, maybe where, did they take parts out of the machines? You know? <laughs> they like where the, the, He says the machines were connected to the internet and they were like, yeah, but the machines have no modem so nobody could even do anything to them if, if they did connect to them and then he comes up like, with alternate facts on the spot. It would be like watching it would be like watching um it would be like watching a lake go through if you like you couldn't do anything about it you yeah. just have to watch the results yeah and, and he's like when, when they give him like a correction he's like yeah but they could have done this it's like dude come on stop <laughs> stop you can't you can't do that you're the president bro like this is it's not a podcast. You're on a call with government <laughs> officials trying to uh, overturn like legitimate yeah. election votes, right? And you can't just be coming up no. with, with like, oh, but like I can come up with an alternate like reality, be like, yo, but what what if, right? Because it's a yeah. podcast and it's, you're just sharing ideas, but mm-hmm. you, I'm not. He holds pre- a certain responsibility. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the president. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And yep. if I say something wrong, it's up to whoever's yeah. listening to be like, yo, that guy was wilding and then just keep it moving. They're not, it's not going to mm. actually affect their daily life. Uh, 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 if I'm in- incorrect in what I'm thinking, could it happen compared yeah. to what, I mean, I think compared to the president. The important, I think the important thing that we need to remember more than anything here, after all of this experience, after the last four years, everything is, uh, voters asked for this. He was a duly elected president. And people asked for this. This is what people wanted. They put his name on the ballot enough to win the presidency. Yep. And this is what they got. So now remember that. Don't forget. Don't forget. And next time some crazy guy who says some crazy things that get people excited, wants to run for president remember what the last crazy guy did <laughs> but that's you know that's just I, to I, us. Like, that's the thing but just to us who are looking at him as a crazy guy there's people who look at him as a chosen one <laughs> yeah i don't think those people are a lot they can't I, I, they I mean, can't the, wait yeah. for another one to pull up with the same antics or even worse and, and, and mm-hmm. do more damage and the thing is with uh with the way that our world works today with twitter and stuff like I'm always, I'm always trying to say this to people. Like there's, he's not, he doesn't have as much support as people think he does. Like really crazy fanatical support as people think he does. It's just that the people who support him are very, very extreme and they want their voice to be heard. So they're going to go on Twitter and make it seem like they're half a Twitter. Right. But they're not really, They're, they're not even, they're not even that much of the population that's voting. But the thing is, they're the ones who are the most vocal. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy people are the most wild on the, on the internet. It's know? crazy how the internet became like you know 
the 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 place where <laughs> everything just operates. You know, like from businesses to politics. Now it's like you look at the numbers online and mm-hmm. the following that he has on his social platforms. I mean, he's the president of the United States, so he's gonna have a large following. Um, but he had a following before that, right? Um, yeah, and that's that following before that is a huge part of why he was able to become president. And then mm-hmm. not only did his support uh, grow from when he actually became president to when he was uh, to now, yeah, he's yeah, right? He grew. Yeah. Exactly. He's, he grew. And you would think it would go the other way because now you're getting to see like, oh, we wanted a guy who would do A, B, C, D. And yes, he has done this, mm-hmm. this and that. But he has also done this, this and that, which is against what America stands for. And we want to uphold America's values over anything, if anything. But now people are looking yeah. like, yo, man, American values can kind of like, you know, <laughs> take the back seat. We bought a, <laughs> we bought a, go to the Capitol building in the Capitol, Capitol Hill and, uh, you know what I'm saying, put my feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. <laughs> Bruh. I hope, I hope that, uh, you know, people around now, like our age and our generation will be able to look back at this entire process and we'll be able to say to our own kids, like, there was this crazy dude, this orange guy with yellow hair who was president. And it was the wildest time we ever went through. And he was going crazy on the Internet. And there was this thing called Twitter that you guys would never believe where people could only say things with 140 characters. And he was the guy who ran every day. People want to know what he had to say. Yeah. I hope we can do that. I can't wait for his. I hope. Three, three I hope it's just a footnote where we just tell our our kids about this crazy thing that's almost like a movie that was this last four years. I really do hope so. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy because then history is always gonna like history is is, is recording this right, and it's gonna be mm-hmm. uh, 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 taught in classes. It's gonna be taught. Yeah, exactly. Right? They know how we study. Like you know all the past leaders and their views and like what they've done. And this is going to be theirs. Mm-hmm. Like we're living through it. And I, I hope I get to sit in one of those lectures or whatever. Just kind of like fact check, like Twitter's doing like, yo, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I seen this firsthand, man. This guy was wilding. Yeah. He wasn't doing ABCD. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'll say like, we're living in a time where history is happening. And we are, I guess, not not fortunate. (laughs) Is that the word I want to use? But kind of fortunate. Yeah, I want to use fortunate, but we're we're living in a time in history that's special for sure. And and where where we go uh, from now is this like has a lot to do with it. Um, I mean, especially with how dependent our own economy is on the American politics and what they decide over there. So we're gonna be drawn to paying attention to every single time they making decisions. And we're going to have opinions about him because. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of funny. You know, we said uh, in December, at least Justice was trying to say that we're not going to stop talking about Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump will never allow us to stop talking about Donald he Trump. He gives us content every every first week of the year. Last time it was the, Sul- uh, the Suleimani oh. bombings in uh, Iraq. This year is the yeah. White House, the White the Capitol building invasion. He's got, he's got, he's, he's got, he's got yeah. content for days, and it's gonna suck for uh, the next four years because we our podcast is gonna be talking about Biden's uh, speeches and 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 sleeping on while he's talking. But 
Yeah, if he's boring, well, we're not talking about him. <laughs> if he's not doing anything exciting, we're not talking about him. In yeah. fact, it's going to be kind of tough because now that, you know, they've got the House, they've got the presidency, and they now have a, like, a de facto majority with uh, Kamala Harris in the Senate. Now that that exists, he has nothing holding him back from really trying to uh, get the things he wants enacted. I'm afraid of that, though, because either side, I don't want them to, I don't want a side to go unchecked, right? I agree with you. I don't want any policy to just be vetoed into, into action. I want people to sit down and deliberate and then both sides actually bring up, because we're not going to, act like Republicans haven't had good points that they bring to the table, right? Yeah. And Democrats yeah, haven't sure. had some wild points that they bring to the table. So mm-hmm. him having the, like you said, the House, the presidency, mm-hmm. and now with the Senate, uh, uh, what's called it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Kind of like their little de facto majority. Exactly, right? So yeah, if that's the case for the next four years and a certain agenda is something that maybe we're not, we're not looking forward to. And by we, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the minorities and just decided like, you know what? We're going to put your issues on the side again. Right now we're going to focus on the green, <laughs> green energy. Mm-hmm. And that's all we're going to be doing from year one to year three. And then when it's re-election time, Hey, remember uh, black lives matter? Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's one little, one little taste. Oh, wow piece of cake for you like a little corner you can have the piece of the cake right here well in general i think that um if we're we're gonna talk about black people i think we have uh focused far too much on the democratic party and what they can do for black people in general um i don't i don't i don't really subscribe to the idea that black people are are just like one uh voter base that yeah, they yeah, they yeah. have just one thing they need that they all want to to happen i don't really subscribe to that idea but if we're going to talk about black voters in general i think if if the democrats don't do enough yeah for people in black areas in the next two years while they definitely still hold this power then black people i think should should really think about that yeah, but but where especially do you go? with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, where do you they go? should really think about it. Where do you go? I'm start start asking Republicans for the things that you want to. <laughs> you can't just go to one party for everything that Did you, you want. See what happened? Start today? asking both. Did you by any chance get a glimpse of what happened today with the? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> with the other side, I wouldn't put that on the uh, on the whole Republican Party. I would put that. I think Donald Trump has created this situation. And I'll be, I want to say, first of all, that I think the Republicans that exist today aren't real conservatives. I think they don't really have real values and they don't know what they're pushing. First of all. Okay. But. Strong standpoint. Go ahead. General, Keep going. Keep but in, yeah. But in general, <laughs> um, I think Republicans, I think for black people to really get what they want, mm-hmm. they they're just pushing one political party. And then if that political party doesn't do what they want, then we're like, Hey, you didn't do what we want. 
And then at the same time, we have things that we're crying about, crying about, crying about. If they don't do them, they and and Democrats are so good at this thing where they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we want. Oh yeah, we want to help. We care. We care. We just want you to know that we really care." And nothing happens. And then like <laughs> they just spend all this time telling us how much they love us, and how much they care, and it's, it doesn't it, it doesn't actually help people materially. Yeah, and it's not worth it. You sound you sound just like Ice Cube. So I. <laughs> it sounds just like Ice Cube. It sounds just like Ice Cube. It's what Ice Cube was saying. It's like, we're not going to sit here and just cry to one party, and if they don't deliver, we just go back to our, our, our protesting and go back to the street and do the same thing that has not worked for years, right? We need to have an agenda yeah. that we present to both parties and make sure that we put the pressure whoever's president who's leading to execute whatever we require on the agenda because we're Americans too. That's basically what Ice Cube mm-hmm. was saying with his contract with Black America. Now, Black America didn't take that lightly because he did have a conversation with the supposed other side. But this, I, I agree with what you're saying. You can't really just sit and wait for Nancy Pelosi. There and, shouldn't be another side. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, the, the reality is it is. <laughs> That's a reality. I don't, I don't really think. I don't really think there is. I think there's just certain values that black people are afraid to take on. Mm-hmm. And those are like certain conservative values. And I think the reason that they're afraid to is because they're being pushed by a party that in the last little while has generally not been about rate. Uh, yep. Issues that they will, that they care about and they want to be put in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it's about the Republican party seeing those problems and trying to make them important right like i think tim scott has tried to do that senator tim scott yeah i mean a lot of people say a lot of people call him an uncle tom just because he wears a republican tag but it's about just trying to get things done really if you get things done then that's all i care about personally that's all i care about yeah it's not it's not it's not about your results you know you said it's, it's not about who you're repping <laughs> that's, yeah. not, that's not what we're doing here right it's all about what what can you yeah. do for uh the people that are voting you in there what can you do for the people of your uh constituency or whatever what what you're representing right and that's what this is why this georgia election was so important because people vote mm-hmm. in the people people come out in the presidential election but then when it comes to the senate runoff there's like a drop in numbers, but I think it was consistent this time and people's voices were heard. And a lot of people who have been ignored in that part of America feel like for the next, until the next election, they got someone that can hear uh, them out. And that's what elections are. Right. And it sucks because we'll, we like here we have more than just two parties, right? Like I think America is a two party state yeah. and there is no other side. If you have, seven parties or whatever <laughs> for us for us we got a whole we, we got a menu we got bro. so many leaders yes, yeah it, we might, <laughs> i want, we might I want have, the number seven <laughs> we might have a guy named john me become our prime minister exactly you, you know, never know i'm so we never know what's really gonna happen <laughs> so there is but, no other side but then because it's oh it's a two-party yeah. state and it's like yeah you got independence running but yeah okay mm-hmm. no i think case. also like <laughs> 
if black people want to get certain things done and help people materially, I think we also need to get, we also need to look past certain things that are just kind of like, uh, that we're fighting for that just aren't helping us to be completely honest. Yeah. Uh, welcome to 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Baiwa will be joining us definitely on the next episode because we want to hear what he thinks about this economist. <laughs> what does this mean to the economy when people go and yeah. crash the stock market and uh, in, <laughs> in the capital? Oh, man, he's going gonna to have a lot to say about, about the stock market. He's not going to be happy about this. Exactly. One. So uh, I'm excited to hear what we have on the next episode. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, here we go. Got the... Got the music queued up, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Happy New Year. Shout out to Lee. It's your boy, Steve. This is the Undeniable Future Podcast. And we out. Yeah. Uh, We do this every time because it's audio. Whenever this (laughs) thing goes out, we start dancing to the beat. (laughs) 